T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tyreek Hill... He tweeted out, wasn't pretty, but we'll take it. And Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network, he tweeted out yesterday, for all the grief the defense got this season, they were 14th in yards per play, 5.29, 6th in yards per carry, 4.15, and 12th in yards per attempt, 6.4. The defense, on a down-in, down-out basis, was very similar to last year, says Adam Beasley, they just couldn't force any turnovers. That was a uh, a story for me throughout the season was that the defense, they always seemed to be able to force the correct turnover in previous seasons. This season, they did have trouble uh, creating turnovers. But Joe Rose said it there in the montage, Crowder, doesn't matter how you get there, you want to get there. You want to get to the postseason. They are in the postseason. We can enjoy this week, whatever... The football gods have in store for Sunday. The football gods have in store for Sunday. But they're in the postseason. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing that McDaniel said last week, I think, in his press conference was, if we got to this point a different way, not on a five-game losing streak, you know, if we were just sitting at eight and eight going into week 17, would it be a difference? And I think how how the season played out was frustrating, I would say, to me. I would speak for myself. But – we are one of the postseason teams in the 2022-2023 season. Let's let's get it, fellas. Yeah, that's the that's the bottom line. You go into any season and you want to start at the postseason because once you get into the postseason, you don't know what can happen from there. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm with that and and uh and I think you're right. You know, had the season played out differently, if you ended the season on a five-game winning streak, if you were like the who was it? Was it the Jags that had a nice little and the and the yeah. uh, Cincinnati Bengals had a nice second half of the season? Yep. It was like, you know, you feel completely differently about the team. Imagine the way that you felt about the Dolphins during that five-game win streak. Imagine feeling that about them right now. Oh, they're an elite team. They can hang with anyone. So, yeah, there's ebbs and flows in most seasons unless you're a dominant team. But even like a team like, well, what did uh, what did Minnesota end up at? Solana, were they 13 and 4? 14 and 3? I think 13 and 4, I'll tell you. 13 and 4? I mean, even going 13 and 4, like they were questioned throughout the season. There's still plenty of people that don't believe in Minnesota. So listen, you go 9 and 8, you get into the playoffs. It's your first season as a head coach. Uh, first season where, where for Tua, where you are the real starter with, you know, no thought of uh, somebody breathing down your shoulder. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what happened. You know, did I think 
it was going to be a struggle to get in when they were eight and three and, you know, on top of the NFL world? No. Uh, did I envision a five game losing streak coming? No. Um, but are they in the postseason? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm as, a, as a Dolphins fan, I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy's wearing his uh, Victory Monday shirt. First time in a long time because he wasn't able to wear it the entire month of December. Well, I love I love when Jimmy has something on that means something because yep. yep. he's a true fan. I saw that in that Panthers game the other night. He is he, a true fan. Bro, I thought he was joking until about the end of the second period. I was like, oh, he's really nervous. I thought it was a ploy to mess with us. I was like, this dude loves these sports. Yep. But quickly, back to it, to speak on McDaniel about, like, you somebody being a first-year head coach not knowing and knowing how good he was when he had his full roster, knowing what that offense was doing, scoring 30, 300 yards passing for Tua. And I know I always bring up Andy Reid, who looks like a damn genius. And honestly, I think he is a damn football genius, and he's going to Hall of Fame coach, all that. When he was at Philly and he had Vic, he looked like this. When he got A.J. Feely, he didn't look this good. When he gets Patrick Mahomes, he looks great. When he had Chad Henney, he wouldn't be a Super Bowl champion in, in Kansas City. So that McDaniel, when he had Tua and Tyreek and everybody on the same page playing well, I saw the glimpse of a, I don't want to say football genius, but a glimpse of an offensive mind that can really have longevity in this game. And by the way, we do that with everyone in football, right? Chris Greer was a genius. We were publicly apologizing to him in the middle of the season. And then all of a sudden, people start getting injured at the end. And you don't have enough depth in certain areas. And you start questioning first-round picks. And then you go, huh, what about Chris Greer? So that that happens all the time yeah. in football, any sports. It's recency bias. And I think anyone who participates in sports at any level, whether they're a player or front office, they understand that that comes with the uh, – with the territory. Chris Greer got a lot of work coming up here in a couple weeks. For real. Yeah. Maybe in one week. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm voting for him. I'm not voting for it. I am anticipating one week. Let's uh, let's get headlines here for the 3 o'clock hour. I'm keeping an eye on NFL Network. Uh, Black Monday for NFL coaches. Um, oh, I see here uh, the Buffalo Bills have re announced DeMar Hamlin has been released from UC Medical Center. So how about that? He's not even in the hospital any longer. What great news there. Um, all right, let's get headlines here with uh, Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Dolphins will play the Bills 1 p.m. on Sunday. That is their wild card game. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Dolphins running back who played very well yesterday prior to his injury. Ian Rappaport reported he has a broken thumb, so his status is uh, in doubt for that game on Sunday. All right. A lot of, a lot of positions can play without a finger. Running back is going to be tough to have that ball security. Mm -hmm. Mike McDaniel, by the way, will speak at 4.30 p.m. later today. Right. We will try to air that live. I'm assuming he'll actually speak around 4.30 because he gave the players a victory Monday. I watched that in his celebration speech yesterday. Is that at all odd to give the players a victory Monday when you've got a, a wild card game to prep for and it's not like you guys uh, have been there uh, time and time again? Um, I, would, I have the honor to say I did go to the playoffs once. 
<laughs> in 08. But <laughs> it it was, I'm sure guys are in the facility. I hope guys are in the facility. You know what I'm saying? Like, fellas, this is a huge game, probably the biggest of most guys' lives. But not really. You don't understand. It's so funny to me, looking back on it now and watching those post-game videos, you don't understand what Victory Monday means to a grown-ass millionaire when that coach says it. It's like it's it's like it's better than Christmas when you say I have an extra day off this week. So team morale is built, but I would say if these guys are professionals, there is a hundred percent attendance rate in the building today. Yeah, well, let me know when team morale can sack Josh Allen. Otherwise, get your asses in the facility. It doesn't, Hawk. That morale doesn't do much. <laughs> it, it, might, it might enjoy that night out. I, I don't even know if these guys party after wins anymore. It's a weird little crew now that played in the league. The great point from someone here on the Kendall Toyota. What, was it Kendall Toyota text line? Is that what it is? Yeah, Kendall Toyota text line. Um, <laughs> DeMar Hamlin out of the hospital will probably show up at the game Sunday for extra motivation for the Bills. <laughs> we are so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. He is going to walk out of the tunnel. Oh, my oh, God. Bills go crazy. 800. <laughs> going to go crazy. By the way, Crowder, yeah, we know you made the playoffs. Your defense gave up 27 points, and we lost. So thanks again wow. for that. Appreciate throw, that. Uh, throw a haymaker, yeah. and I said very innocuously, I made the playoffs. Throw me under the bus. Somebody else got to come with me. Chad Pennington <laughs> threw four interceptions that game. <laughs> so they were short you're fields. Gra- you're grabbing his ankle and dragging him under the bus <laughs> oh, with you? This bus is big, Hawk. We can run over plenty. <laughs> Some other NFL news. Um, the firings have begun yesterday. The Texans fired head coach Lovey Smith. Today, Cliff Kingsbury has been fired by the Arizona Cardinals. Their general manager, Steve Keim, stepped away from the team for health reasons. Uh, Bill Belichick says he'll be back for another season. And this is interesting. The Browns have requested permission to interview Brian Flores for their defensive coordinator vacancy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it'd be great if every team requests an interview with him. Hey, how's your lawsuit going? Yeah, we're looking to interview him. <laughs> They're creating positions what? just to oh. interview him. And it's, I don't know why I'm prefacing this with a laugh. He's the one saying the NFL doesn't give black coaches the right opportunities, so why not bring him in? To show that, hey, I do give black yeah. coaches opportunities. You're the one. What is it? The squeaky, 100%. squeaky wheel gets the oil. Squeaky like, wheel gets the oil. 100%. It's, 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 ter- it's terribly genius for them to bring him in. 100%. That's what I would do. I'm telling you, I would create a position. Uh, yeah, we're looking for Coach Emeritus. Uh, we'd like to interview you for it. We're requesting permission. <laughs> Yesterday, the Heat lost to the Nets by one. Jimmy Butler should have been at the foul line, but the referee swallowed their whistles, and uh, it was it was truthfully – it was just ridiculous. It was totally Solana, ridiculous. Solana, I've watched this a number of times now. That's not a foul. You're, I mean, you're just – There was body. I mean, there was definitely body on him. But look, he, look he where st- Royce he's O'Neal – standing. Look, he, no, 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 no. Absolutely he's not. Stand, he's, no. He jumps off two feet on this – Side of the rim, and he's going straight up. No, no, he's not. Look where he starts his jump. He's jumping forward. You have to maintain verticality 
and you have to keep your hands up. And where he takes off from his two feet and where he makes contact with Jimmy Butler, he clearly lacks straight up verticality and he's jumping forward into Jimmy Butler like that. That is textbook foul. How do you how do you mm. see that and say not a foul? Mm. I mean, I, there's always going to be some uh, physicality underneath the rim. Okay. All right. Good take. <laughs> the Heat play Oklahoma City tomorrow night. <laughs> I was trying to think, what, what is the thing that can infuriate Solana here the most? <laughs> there's always going to be physicality under the rim. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't call foul when there's a clear foul. And Jimmy Butler deserves that call. Period. I'm just I, telling you. I'm not certain it was a foul. Crowder doesn't think it was a foul. Jimmy Butler doesn't think it was yeah. a foul. Okay. But uh, Solano, who's having trouble walking up the stairs at 25 years old, he thinks it was a foul. That's erroneous. Absolutely erroneous. <laughs> the Heat, they play the Thunder tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. from the Heat's house. I, I will tell you this. Um, I, I like when the refs don't interject themselves into the game when a few seconds are left but in in all fairness I hate when Jimmy Butler or anyone dribbles around and then you know shoots a 19 foot fade away what do we always say go to the basket at least you'll get called and 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 end up at the line and and so he did that and he didn't get the call and in all honesty Jimmy Butler did earned that call that that's you know that's not Gabe Vincent driving that's Jimmy Butler so I mean in in all fairness he did what we want him to do in that situation and he didn't get the call so well the Panthers they'll play the but I prefer to annoy Solana with it and just say that there's always physicality underneath the basket in that situation both can be true Yeah, but you like I love that thing where people are saying, "Oh, he jumped straight up," and it's like, no, he didn't jump straight up. He jumped from underneath the rim towards Jimmy Butler. Well, but he his can't hands drop, were up. jump straight up underneath the rim. His head will end exactly, up in the basket. Exactly, exactly. Which is why he had to jump forward, which means it's a foul. It's a clear, obvious foul. Yeah. I don't know. The stupid two-minute report is going to come out and say it was a good no-call. I know that's what's going to happen. So if Jimmy Butler says it was a, a not a foul, and the five uh, the two-minute report comes out and says that it wasn't a foul, mm-hmm. like at, at no point you might not you might question yourself and say maybe it wasn't a foul. No, that's ridiculous. Why would I do okay. that? It was clearly right. a foul. I know. I was there. I saw it. I've seen the replay thirty times. That was a foul. How long have you been doing the? Uh... The Heat pregame show? Uh, just a couple months. Yeah, turn into Zaslo. 60 days. <laughs> Future championship broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Took him 60 days. He is Zaslo. <laughs> Panthers play the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow, okay? That's at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great joke. <laughs> okay, oh, that, got me. that, that, that was, was a great was... joke. Oh, that caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a serious question, by the way. <laughs> serious question. The Panthers lost to the Dallas Stars last night, five to one. So Google tells me, but 
I, I don't know anybody <laughs> right. that watched that game. Um, right. If, like, if, if no it, one saw the Panthers lose, did right. they really lose? Right. <laughs> hmm. Literally, other than Doug Plagans, I don't think anybody knows that the Panthers lost that game. I mean, it's yeah. football Sunday, right before the playoffs. Dolphins were in the middle of their game, and then there was the Dallas Cowboys playing at 4.30. So, like, literally nobody saw that game between the Stars and the Panthers. 9.30 tomorrow in Colorado. All right. Some other NBA news really quickly. Kevin Durant went down during the game yesterday. He was diagnosed with an MCL sprain, so probably be out for about a month. Yeah, I saw a couple of weeks for sure. Yeah. That little that little body. And he's a great player. That little body is prone to injury. He's yeah. just he's very yeah. thin. <laughs> Your weather, it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover. By the way, there's a national championship game tonight. That's right. Yeah. Tonight. TCU. Versus Georgia. Very good. Totally forgot. Not even Joe. I didn't even have that written down. No, I know. Totally I, it hit me that you didn't mention it at two, and then yeah. I, I kind of had it in the back of my head. But, yeah, national championship tonight. Yeah. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover law firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Call them 866-954-MORE. Right now, it is very sunny in South Florida. It's around 80, 85 degrees. Tonight, the lows will be in the mid to upper 60s. That is your weather. Ben Volen is the senior NFL writer for the Boston Globe. He is going to join us next. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami! Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So do you want to talk Crowder to Ben Volen about the Dolphins, the Patriots, the coaching changes? We have a, we have a lot on the, the table here, not a ton of time. So what, where, where do you think we should go with him? We'll go AFC East first. He's an expert. AFC He's East? been at both. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's do that. Ben Volen, senior NFL writer for the Boston Globe, and he's on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Uh, ben, our team is in the playoffs. Yours isn't. Your comments? Uh, I heard you say your team is in the playoffs and was the second part that my team isn't. Was that also part of that? 
<laughs> yes, it was. It was. Um, congratulations. Uh, guess, <laughs> guess who has two thumbs and uh, is not affected by the Patriots <laughs> not making the playoffs? This guy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. All I'm just, it means is I get, I get a free January now, so good for we me. Just, we just look at you as a representative for the Patriots, knowing full well that you couldn't give two bleeps. <laughs> um, no, but in, in all honesty, so there were ups and downs for the Dolphins this season. Win streak, lose streak. Um, but they are a playoff team now in year one of the Mike McDaniel era. So what what do you glean from this season? So it was a, I think it was a fairly positive season for the Dolphins. Uh, the first two months were fantastic. And it would have been, I think it would have been a better season had Tua been able to, to play all 17 games. I think the Dolphins ran into some unfortunate stretches there with the backup quarterback situation. Uh, and that cost them probably four or five of their losses or three or four of their losses at least. So um, a better team, I would say, when totally healthy, you know, when Tua is in there than, than what their record suggests. Um, at the same time, I just don't know if Tua is going to be uh, allowed to play for the playoffs. I keep seeing all these Dolphins fans saying, well, if he's if the doctors clear him, then that's all that matters. Well, I just don't think the doctors are – I'm skeptical that the doctors are going to clear him after the number of at least two concussions this year, maybe three, and n- n- none of the doctors know what a, a fourth concussion would do. They just, They just literally don't know, and – I can't imagine the NFL in the era of where they're trying to emphasize player safety. I don't think they want two of being a guy who gets a third or a potentially fourth concussion um, this season. So I'm just, I'm skeptical that the NFL is going to allow the doctors to clear him. I I just wonder if if Tua is going to be done for the season and and they're going to ask him to just take several months off and come back next year, ready to go. But so a nice season for the dolphins. Good start by Mike McDaniel. Unfortunately, didn't take too many steps from the Brian Flores era, but at least, at least the offense was more exciting, and they seemed to unlock to a tag of by Lois potential. So I think that's probably the most important for them. And Ben, like just the the, the records would say, the playoff berth would say that it's Bills one, Dolphins two, Patriots three, Jets four. Is that is that what's going is that what's going on now? We're all chasing the Bills, but did the Dolphins are they? ahead of the Patriots like that? Is that a flat-out, you know, answer? Or do you think there's some wiggle room there with those next three teams? No, I mean, I think when Tua was healthy and everyone was healthy on the Dolphins, that they were the number two team, definitely ahead of this year's Patriots. This was a very flawed Patriots team, particularly on offense. The defense was pretty good, but their offense was pathetic. And uh, I maybe won one game this year where the opponent scored more than 17 points. So they've never been able to to win a game with their offense. Uh, and the Jets, you know, again, they, they've built a good team, and they were competitive for a while, but quarterback issues and, and offensive issues held them back as well. So, I mean, it, the Bills are just leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else in, in the division. And I know the Dolphins played them tough twice this year, but just on a week-to-week basis, the Bills are, are just so far ahead of everyone. And the Dolphins are number two, but – you know, the two. You know, with Tua's health concerns, and you're not not quite sure what what his future is going to hold, and is he going to hold up in the NFL? You know, the Dolphins still have plenty of questions, but they they were definitely the number two team in the division this year. The other uh, quarterbacks in the AFC East, Zach Wilson, is he done for the Jets? Do you think he'll play for them again? I think they will, just because 
you know, the, the GM kind of staked a lot of his reputation in Zach Wilson when you take him with the number two pick and you picked him over uh, Justin Fields and Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Um, so, you know, it's guaranteed money. You, you sunk your reputation a little bit into the guy. I think you try to salvage Zach Wilson and give him one more year to make it work because he's going to he's still pretty cheap next year and it's all guaranteed money anyway. And I can't ma- imagine that. Zach Wilson's going to have much trade value. So you might as well, um, you know, bring him back and, and try to salvage it. But you've got you've to find a better uh, veteran to, to, to bring in. And, you know, I don't know if, like, you, you want to go all in on a veteran like with Jimmy Garoppolo, but you've got to get someone better than Mike White and, and Joe Flacco because you, you definitely can't count on Zach Wilson. So I, I think you have to prepare to, to move on from him, but I, I also think you have to – bring him back and give him a shot and, you know, see what he can do next year and see if you can salvage it. And then the Patriots uh, all in on Mac Jones. Is he the guy for the long term? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the long term, but I, I do think next year and the year after that, he, he's probably safe. And again, kind of what I just said, it's like the price is right. And, and for the Patriots, that's most important. I mean, they're going to be paying Mac Jones 2 million bucks each of the next two seasons. So for the level of quarterback play he gives them two million dollars is pretty good. Now if Mac were making twenty five million, you'd ship him out of here, you know, on a train. But uh, I, I think he's cheap enough and he's still young enough that it's worth bringing him back and seeing if you can bring in a different mix. Now I think they're going to have to uh, find a new offensive coordinator. I think that they're going to have to retool the receivers. Devontae Parker actually had a nice season for them when he was healthy and when he played and, and did make some dynamic plays. But, you know, they got to upgrade from Johnny Smith and Nelson Aguilar and, and, and some of these guys. So I think there are going to be a lot of changes around Mac Jones, but he his contract is so cheap that, again, I think it's worth bringing him back and, and seeing if he can make it work. Because having that quarterback on a cheap contract is really such a huge advantage and, and allows you to really build out your roster elsewhere. So the Patriots have a lot of work to do, and I'm not a – I'm not a big believer in Mac Jones. I think he still has so much to prove, but uh, uh, he's cheap enough that it's worth keeping him for another year or two. Are they just waiting for Josh McDaniel to get fired from Vegas and bring him back like they did before? Because he seems like he's the OC as long as Belichick's there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can never really count that out when when you see like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge coming back. Uh, I, I don't think – I think Mark Davis wants McDaniels to work there and doesn't, you know, after he just paid a big buyout to John Gruden on his contract, I think he still had six, six out of 10 years left on that deal. So I don't think he's going to want to then buy out Josh McDaniels while he still has two or three years left on, on his deal. So I, I do think McDaniels is going to have some leash and I mean, shoot, when they get Tom Brady in, in Vegas next year, that that's going to be the team to beat out there. But, uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, they're, the Patriots are in a pickle with, with who they can get at offensive coordinator because, you know, for, forever they developed their own coaches and they promoted from within, and they just have totally let that lapse the last few years. They've let their coaches, you know, Brian Flores took a bunch of them and Josh McDaniels has taken a bunch of them, and just their coaches have gone elsewhere. And, and I think they were stuck in a position where Belichick like, had to make Matt Patricia his offensive coordinator because he didn't know where else to turn. So I'm not sure how different that is this year. Maybe Bill O'Brien is the answer. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury, former Patriots quarterback, maybe he comes back. Adam Gase is a guy that is kind of <laughs> tangentially 
Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's got the Nick Saban connection, and Nick Saban I'd and Belichick it. are tight. So, I would love I, you it. know, maybe maybe Adam Gase is a name that gets involved. But they've got to get a real offensive coordinator and find a different role for Matt Patricia this year. What? Uh, let's just go around the league here for a second. Ben Volan's the senior NFL writer for the Boston Globe. We know, by the way, and this just happened minutes ago, but DeMar Hamlin, for those of you who are just tuning in, DeMar Hamlin has been released from UC Medical Center. He is headed home to Buffalo, so that's great news. Uh, we saw yesterday Lovey Smith got fired. Today, Cliff Kingsbury got fired, as you had just mentioned. Who's next? Who, do you, who else do you think loses their job as a head coach? You know, there are a few playoff teams where if they go one and done, I think a lot of the league is, is going to be looking. Uh, the Chargers are one of them. Brandon Staley, a, a guy who I, I like as a coach, but I think there's if, if they don't win a playoff game again this year and you're, you're really starting to waste the advantage you have with Justin Herbert with the cheap contract there, you know, this is his third season. If you don't win any uh, – if you go two straight seasons without winning a playoff game with Justin Herbert – I'm not sure how good that is. And, and I think there's a case to be made that the Chargers are kind of wasting Herbert's potential a little bit. And should they go get an offensive-style coach like a Sean Payton or someone that can really bring out the best in Herbert? So the Chargers, if, if they go one and done, that's definitely a team that I'll be looking at. The Buccaneers as well, Todd Bowles. Uh, this has not been a good season. They're 8-9. and nine. Uh, You should not have a losing record when Tom Brady's your quarterback. If they lose to the Cowboys next Monday, especially if Brady leaves, I think there's a decent chance that they blow it all up. Um, so Todd Bowles is, is going to be, I think, on the hot seat. And, and Mike McCarthy in Dallas, if they go one and done. Um, Sean Payton, the rumors are strong there as well. And, and how patient is Jerry Jones going to be with Mike McCarthy? So I definitely think some playoff teams are, are to watch. And, you know, the commanders with Ron Rivera, um, the Saints with Dennis Allen, I put those in the maybe pile. Sean McVay with the Rams, there's some buzz that he's just burned out and is going to want to leave coaching, so maybe that's the surprise of the year. So even if it doesn't happen today, I still think there are going to be some coaching moves to happen. It's so funny you say McVay's burned out. He's 11 and a half years old. It's, <laughs> it's, like he's burned out. And it makes me think about Belichick because the story today, Ben, is Belichick commits to a 24th year. I want to ask you, what's going to make Bill leave? Because he doesn't want to leave failing, I don't think, but I don't know if he can ever get back where they were in the glory time. He loves football. I don't know if he has health problems. What's going to make Bill Belichick leave that sideline? Honestly, I, I think once he's got Shula's record, then, you know, I mean, he still enjoys it. So I don't think he's ready to just retire and do nothing. And he makes so much money. Um, so it might be – I think it's a situation where either he's just like he gets the record for Shula and he's probably, he's probably two or three years away from that. And he says, all right, I've got everything now, I'm done. Or, um, you know, the, the Patriots keep middling and going 7-10 and 10 every year, and finally the Crafts say, enough is enough. Let's, it's been an incredible run, but let's pull off the Band-Aid and it's time to move on. I mean, I don't think they're there yet. Um, but, but Belichick, you know, they can't continue what happened this year where they just um, have a, a slapdash kind of coaching staff and they don't spend a lot of money on the roster and, it looked like a mediocre product, and they got mediocre results this year. So um, I, th I thought it was interesting today that Belichick, you know, promised that they're going to take a good, hard look at everything, and the crafts are already coming out in an email to season ticket holders saying they're going to evaluate all parts of the football operation. Is that just, you know, a bunch of hot air to, to make the fans happy, or are they really going to evaluate things and 
kind of hold Belichick's feet to the fire a little bit because this year was not good, and this is now no playoffs for them in, in two out of the last three years uh, with Brady leaving. So I don't think anyone is too satisfied with the direction that things are headed in New England, and, and definitely I think some big changes are coming this offseason. Do you think there was any validity to the story that gained a little traction last week that if Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins had lost yesterday that he would have been relieved of his duties? I would have been surprised by that uh, just because the Dolphins and Stephen Ross, the the reputation has kind of taken kind of a hit with the firing of of Brian Flores and, and Ross, you know, not giving guys a chance. And there was so much hype about McDaniel. And then, you know, the reason obviously they've, gone south is I would say uh, you know injuries certainly and to the quarterback position which I'm not sure that Mike McDaniel can control so I would have been surprised everyone everyone you know Mike McDaniel was the coach of the year after two months and everyone loved his quirky style and I know he wasn't Stephen Ross's first choice last year but it it does seem like everyone really has taken to Mike McDaniel down there and and it, it obviously the season has not gone well but yes I would have been surprised if the Dolphins fired him now I think you can make a case that they shouldn't have fired Brian Flores because he seemed to do pretty well the last two years. But um, I think Mike McDaniel, even if they lost the Jets on Sunday, I thought he did good enough to, to certainly to keep his job for another year. And Ben, any surprises this weekend? Is all these home teams going to win, or you think somebody somebody can go in there and whoop somebody at home? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the Giants can take care of the the Vikings on the road. That'll be an intriguing game. The Vikings are such a confounding team to me. I mean, they're 13 and four and they played their tails off all season, but they have a negative point differential minus three on the season. And when they lose, they really lose. They get blown out. And uh, you know, can they keep winning these tight games or was that a little bit of a fluke? So I do wonder if Brian Dable and and the giants uh, who I think have really done a good job of maximizing their talent this year. I I wonder if that's a game where they could uh, go in and, and pull off the upset. Uh, otherwise, the AFC is so top-heavy. I don't see any upsets between, you know, I don't think the Bills, the Bengals are going to get knocked off. Maybe, the, I mean, the Chargers, Jaguars, I don't think that's much of an upset. But the, the NFL this year is so top-heavy. In the NFC, it's the Eagles, Cowboys, and 49ers. And in the, NF, in the AFC, it's Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. And those teams have just been head and shoulders above everyone else. So I'd be really surprised if all six of those teams didn't advance to next weekend. Ben Volan from the Boston Globe. Thank you as always, Ben. We will speak with you next week uh, when we know who the Dolphins' next opponent will be. Yeah, when when the Dolphins win their first playoff game uh, this century. That'd be exciting. It's 2000, that is correct. Do you remember the roster in 2000? I pulled it up earlier in the, in today's show. No, I mean, it, Lamar Smith was the, the running back, right? He went for 200 yards. He was. It was... Uh... Look at the offense. But I, I Jay Fiedler, quarterback, have, Lamar Smith. Was it Fiedler? Tony Martin, O.J. McDuffie, Arande, J.J. Johnson, Autry Denson, Jed Weaver, Jeff Ogden, and Rob Conrad. And, and, and Fiedler, right? Yeah, Fiedler was the QB. He's like my sixth cousin or something. Oh, really? <laughs> Six degrees <laughs> yeah. of separation from Jay Fiedler. Look at that. Thank you, Ben. We'll talk to you. All right, boys. Right. There you go, yeah. Ben Volan from the Boston Globe. Uh, you know, and by the way, uh, Mike McDaniel's scheduled to speak to the media at four thirty, so we will air it live oh, if he's you, on time. Uh, are you related to anybody famous? Um, there, I mean, Jay Fiedler's Jewish, right? 
But I will do. I'm probably. I, 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 there's a chance that I'm related to Jay Fiedler or Sid Rosenfels. That, that would be my, <laughs> That's it. My, Not talking about two, just athletes. Just you know my, that random person. My, that, yeah. My two my guesses. Am I related to anybody famous? It's a good question. I feel yeah. like I would have capitalized on that already. I know. That, I, that I, the I, thing. I, You've never said it, and you're a well, very you know who I'm related human. to, and I'll leave this to listeners to Google it themselves and make their own judgments. But you know, I have a very famous or infamous cousin who I think I've introduced you to. Mm-hmm. Um, out in Vegas. So if you want to Google it, knock yourselves out. His name is Stephen Klubeck. And you guys you guys make your own judgments. But he's my cousin. I do speak with him. Um, and I have not been able to cash in on on, on that relationship, unfortunately. Tell him, tell him let me hold something. <laughs> uh, Mike McDaniel, 430. We'll air it live. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami! Hawk and Crowder. Any thoughts, Crowder, on the uh, national championship game tonight? Any uh, upset in the works for TCU? I, I do not think so. I think it'll be a better game. I don't think it'll be a butt whooping, but I think Georgia's just going to big man them sooner or later. That's what I think. If if we had time today, and I don't know if we will, maybe in the 5 o'clock hour, or if maybe Mike McDaniel is super late for his press conference, um, there was a... Uh, there was a national championship. What year was it? Do you remember Solana? It was Clemson and oh, it had to be LSU, right? It yeah. was Clemson and LSU because we both LSU. Tigers. I think twenty nineteen. Do you remember? <laughs> you remember Solana made a montage <laughs> with Dan. Yeah, and it had Dan Day voice it. No, 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 no. Yes. Dan Day made a montage. For the LSU game, and he had me voice it. Is that what it was? That's but I don't was. think, right? But I don't think you told us that he made it. I think you told us that you. <laughs> now I want to play this so badly. We have to find time because, because the segment, like I have a best of segment where it's you and I listening to it and then like reacting. Like, what was it? Because I remember the, the montage, you know, it was like Tiger versus Tiger, but it was Solana just talking as if he was ordering a Chipotle. Like it was, it, right? Am I right, Solana? Yes. Like it was just you being super ordinary. <laughs> he had me voice it, and I was thinking he'd throw effects into my voice, but he kind of just left it as me talking normal, right. just totally so you're normal. Like, you're like, big one, Clemson. And LSU. It, like, I can't remember what it was. It was a few years ago. But I really want to play it today if we get a chance. I just don't know if we will. Um, here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get some headlines at the top of the hour, 4 o'clock. We'll give you 15 minutes of heat in the 4 o'clock hour. And then hopefully Mike McDaniel will be on time for his press conference. And we'll bring that to you live around 4.30. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. All right, Miami! Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.